0: you're listening to the g-factor with lauren and tony a weekly microcast offering a variety of unique ways to market your business or organization now without further ado here are the hosts of g-factor lauren doherty and tony vann Okay, well, guys, we have uh, kind of an interesting or exciting uh, show today. Lauren is uh, traveling a little bit for business. Uh, She's over at the uh, ATL, and uh, this gives me an opportunity to kind of, I don't want to say hijack the show, but pretty much do anything I want. So uh, I thought today we uh, might talk about something a little bit uh, more fun, a little marketing, obviously, but uh, a little bit off the topic. Now, If you've listened to our last couple of episodes, you uh, heard a little bit about us talking about cereal and uh, particularly how cereal manufacturers uh, target uh, their demographic or their audience, particularly kids. Uh, So one of those, of course, is using uh, things like fun bears or interesting characters. And then if you're ever in the uh, cereal aisle and you're walking uh, around, notice the eyes of those characters, whether it's the Trix bunny or... Uh, any of the Cocoa, uh, Captain Crunch or whatever, their eyes are generally pointed down. And the reason they're pointed down is because they're looking at the uh, kiddos, you know. And so anyway, as many of you may or may not know, I am a child of the 70s and uh, thought it might be fun to kind of go over some of my top picks for uh, fun cereals of that time. Hopefully, maybe it will uh, either... Spark a little bit of fun nostalgia for you all that are listening, or maybe you guys could uh, pipe in uh, on uh, the guild social media and chat about your fun cereals. I know that um, the 70s and 80s and 90s, you know, they obviously had different cereals. Of course, um, uh, waffle crunch or whatever, cinnamon toast crunch, excuse me, is super hot, seems to have been hot the last 20 years or so, but that wasn't really in the mix when I was a kiddo. So, uh, and of course, Just to bring back a little bit more nostalgia, at least for me, Saturday mornings were filled with um, sugary, sugary cereal of whatever choice I could make. That was, I think, the bribe for my mom to get me to the uh, grocery store, that, and maybe the free cookie. I wonder why I was a chubby little kid. And two, uh, sitting down in front of the TV uh, watching uh, cartoons, uh, Space Ghost and the Flintstones and Hanna-Barbera Hour and... Oh, just a ton of fun. Uh, it seems like it lasted forever and then it didn't last long enough. I, I have honestly no idea. My guess is it lasted from about eight to 10 or until my dad decided that it was just too much. But anyway, so I thought maybe we'd go over the top, you know, 10 quickly cereals that I still remember, uh, thought they were really good and cool back in the day. So, uh, my number 10 choice, here we go. I'm going to go this very quick. I, I, used to Lauren kind of set me up, which, you know, it's I missed that a little bit, but here we go. So number 10 is a cereal called Sir Grapefellow. I don't know if you all remember this or not. It was kind of like a, uh, fruit lips or Cheerios, but it was all grape. It did have kind of the Lucky Charms style, uh, marshmallows in there. And, uh, the character on the box was, uh, uh, kind of a Red Baron esque pilot, World War One pilot in a in a grape uh, kind of Sopwith Camel uh, biplane. So it was fun. I think I probably liked the box a little bit more than the cereal. I don't remember too much about uh, much of the taste of the cereal other than uh, at the end, the milk was obviously purple. It was amazingly purple, but it didn't have that taste that you like, you know, something out of one of my uh, other choices here coming up. So uh, that was number 10. Uh, Number uh, nine, that was always a really uh, top choice for me, kind of my go-to, if you will, was um, Super Crisp or Super Honey Crisps. Uh, they'd had the, uh, honey bear and it was uh, kind of a, kind of a nutty Odie fla- flavor with honey or sugar crisps. I think, I think actually it was called super sugar crisps and then they changed it to super honey crisp. Probably they're getting too much, uh, feedback that it's not cool to just put sugar on the box. Although we all knew that was kind of what it was. So, uh, my number nine choice is one that not a lot of people remember. I used to really love it. Uh, it was called Magic Puffs, a little different than everything else. It was kind of almost like a Kix uh, cereal, if you will, but it had uh, kind of some crispy caramelly flavor to it. Uh, you also actually got a magic trick inside. So the the box itself was kind of a, a fedora hat, a magic top hat. Uh, with eyes and, you know, a smile, but each box had a magic trick in it. And I remember the magic tricks being pretty cool. Uh, They were everything from kind of the the hidden penny trick to, you know, a wobbly pencil and just different things that you could, uh, you know, kind of do and show off to your parents or the the kid next door that maybe had the cooler bike than you or something like that. So yeah, that's, that was my number uh, eight uh, choice. My number seven choice uh, actually is um, uh, Fruity Pebbles, which I actually really enjoyed for a long time. I love Fruity Pebbles. Uh, I understand they're getting a comeback, making a comeback. Uh, I did enjoy them. I actually enjoyed kind of the Rice crispy esque flavor and, of course, the fruit. And then, it of course, had the tie-in to one of my favorite cartoons, which was uh, the Flintstones. So if you're ever in uh, your local grocery store or Walmart today, actually, Fruity Pebbles seem to... I'm not sure they ever went away, but are having a huge resurgence. Everything from candy bars to, you know, cookies to... I've even seen some things on TikTok or online about uh, Fruity Pebble ice cream, either making it home or that type of thing. So, yeah. Kind of on the same uh, level there uh, with back-to-back. Number seven was Cocoa Pebbles, which is actually a little bit more my favorite. I don't know why. I always liked Barney a little bit better anyway. But uh, the chocolate milk at the end was amazing. I swear I could eat a whole box of these. Uh, Once again, the tie with uh, Flintstones was super heavy, but Cocoa Pebbles, uh, super super good to me. So my number five. So we're halfway through here, cruising through. uh, Kind of the same thing. I'm I'm seeing a little bit of a trend here, but as a cereal called Crazy Cow. Um, it's kind of the same thing. It was a little bit of a puffed, uh, puffed round cereal, kind of a kicks once again, uh, that was chocolate. So it was, uh, basically a cow, a chocolate cow that, um, made chocolate flavored milk. And, um, it was, I mean, legit, ju- legit delish for sure. So go check it out. Number four would be, uh, corny snacks. Uh, once again, not a lot of people know about this. It was a mask turtle on the front of the uh, box, if you will, and it had kind of a unique uh, S shape, almost like a cheese puff or something without the cheese, and um, it was just kind of fun to say. I mean, you say corny snaps, corny snaps, and I don't know. It was kind of cool, so yeah, check it out online and, and see what you're thinking there on that, so My number four was actually a cereal that I think is still around, um, which was called Cookie Crisp. And I loved Cookie Crisp. It was uh, basically a round chocolate chip cookie. Once again, I feel like the chocolate... I'm not a chocolate fan nowadays, but something about the chocolate cereal uh, really resonated with me. So, uh, yeah. So, number three for me was uh, uh, Cookie Crisp and could not be beat for sure. So... The second-to-best uh, cereal I liked, and I know there are going to be a lot before I, I I'll go through some kind of runners-up before I hit number one, but this one was fun. I actually remember it pretty close uh, to the end of the 70s, if you will, but it was called Fruit Brute, and it was kind of a, a wolf, uh, wolf uh, getting into... Uh, Fruit cereal and marshmallow bits, a little bit like Lucky Charms, but just just a, uh, a bit different. Um, uh, it, ironically enough, the makers, General Mills, uh, briefly revived the cereal. Uh, uh, that one, and I think another one called Yummy Mummy, if you guys are really truly into cereal, uh, in Halloween of 2013, uh, but they messed around with the recipe a little bit and Uh, the, the new flavor was only cherry and I think it, it kind of, you know, bombed out there. So, so that's, uh, my, uh, 10 through two before I announce my number one. And, uh, once again, you guys feel free to jump on the, the guild's social and share yours, talk about a little bit. There are a couple that I'm sure that you guys have have always enjoyed, but there's still a little bit around. So of course, honeycomb. I always loved Honeycomb. I think it was fun. They were always, The commercial was always them. And I feel like a treehouse or something and kind of engaging. <laughs> Lucky Charms, which is still around. I've actually alluded to it multiple times. I think that's probably because that taste, for some reason, uh, people love, and it just wasn't kind of captured in the cereals that, that I'm running through today. Um the other ones that are kind of fun are of course uh Captain Crunch, all of those. I love Captain Crunch. I love the peanut butter flavor of Captain Crunch. It's delicious and then I don't know how many of you all remember but uh the Pink Panther actually had uh some uh, Pink Panther flakes which uh were kind of fun. I had them a couple of times but then I I kind of was like mm, I'm over that and uh, so and then there was always the disappointments. I don't know if you guys you know go into To the pantry or i don't think we had pantries back then we just go into the cupboard and uh you would look and you'd think okay i'm gonna get something like alphabets right you're gonna rock it and uh, you got in there and you basically found that you were you know stuck with either shredded wheat uh wheat checks or some grape nuts and i'll tell you what as a kid all of those were were a bad bad decision so but we're rounding out with our number one cereal here, really my number one cereal, which was uh a cereal called waffalos. It was delicious, guys. I'm telling you, wafflows was legit. I would eat that stuff like nobody's business. If you guys have ever been to Bucky's, the rest stop, the Bucky Nuts or Bucky flavored stuff kind of has that same feel. It's a maple flavor. Uh these were little waffle squares. Um, it was it was kind of a cowboy theme. The neat thing about waffles is, me as a kid, obviously, I really loved the flavor. But then on the back of the box, you could actually uh, cut the box after you were done and uh, make little towns. So like each box had a different, like a sheriff's uh, uh, building, and then like I don't think it had a saloon, but something that looked like a saloon, and then a hotel. And I'm trying to think of all the other ones that they had, maybe a horse stable or something like that. But the cool thing was that basically each one of those boxes had a little piece of that town. And so, you know, kind of trying to tie this back in a little bit. No, these were delicious as a kid. I mean, I'm serious. I probably chewed through box, one box every Saturday if my folks would let me. But, uh, you know, this is back to marketing those kids. If you, uh, you know, Google Waffle and look at the box art itself, there is a, Horse playing a guitar and a cowboy like figure uh, ready to chew up on some a spoon of waffles. But both of those characters are looking down towards the kiddos, looking down towards uh, towards And if you look at the actually messaging. Most of the messaging is kind of below half or right at half line. In other words, it's not too high for the kids can see and to see. And if you look at other uh, cereal boxes similar to that, anytime they offer a prize or any sort of incentive for a kiddo, they put that at the bottom of the box. If you think about it, everything that's "quote unquote" important or something they should be marketing or advertise, theoretically, should be at the top, right? Because you read from the top down. However, remember, sugary cereal was marketed to kids in the '70s, '60s, '70s, and '80s, and that needed to be at height uh, at the height in which they could, you know, read or see that. So, anyway, that's my top ten uh, list of cereals. Uh, from the 70s which i hope that you all have uh, absolutely enjoyed and uh, i hope that you kind of can fondly look back at all of the times in which you may or may not have enjoyed uh, a serial or some time in front of the uh, TV that probably was some kind of console tv with uh, no remote control just just whatever that time frame was for you but i will tell you that was a wonderful uh, time in my life and i love to share that and and uh, I'm offered to do that today. So anyway, we'll be back uh, with our normal format next week. And uh, Lauren, I'm sure we'll have some amazing things to share uh, during her time in Atlanta. And, uh, and we can, of uh, course, get the G-Factor back on the tracks. But until then, I am Tony Van, wishing everyone a wonderful week. And I uh, uh, look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you for listening to G-Factor. For more episodes, additional information, and a way to connect with Lauren and Tony, visit theguildfactor.com.